Welcome to Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast with your hosts, Laura Katina and Amy Mara. This podcast was created for businesswomen in particular who are juggling pursuing their career, family life, and all of the things that come along with it. We know that building a career, running a business, and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible. In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness, they are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work. Welcome back to another episode of Be the CEO of Your Life and Business. Um, We're excited to be back with you this week. And this week, we are talking with you about communicating with employees, another topic that Amy and I are really uh, passionate about and excited about because we've had a personal experience with some issues that arise from a lack of communication with your employees. And we see it, you know, with our clients all the time. And as we've said with our own relationship, you know, it, it applies to every relationship. If you communicate, you can avoid so many issues that arise. So we're excited to talk to you this week about this topic. And the first, we have four points that we want to go through today, right? Yes. So the first point is something we've talked about previously, but we'll go into more detail today is communicating expectations. And I actually have, I didn't even tell you I was going to talk about this today, but um, I actually have an example that happened recently because, you know, Amy and I have our own firm now and, you know, in the past two months or so, we've, you know, decided that we need some help because we're very busy. And one of the things we try to do is delegate things that will free us up, you know, to do the things that only we can do, right? Right. So we have an amazing paralegal that works with us. And, but we all work, like we're not working in the same office. So one thing that you have to do and that we did from the beginning is set expectations and talked about you know, working remotely, we're not in the same space. Like what exactly, what do I need you to do? When are we going to touch base and have phone calls to, to catch up for the week and talk about the upcoming week? Um, you know, what's her schedule? What's my schedule? Um, so these are all things that are so important to talk about from the beginning, because if you do that, you don't run into an issue like, you know, I, I need her right now. Why isn't she picking up the phone? Or this was supposed to be done yesterday. Why isn't it done? Like, I send her what needs to be done. She gets back to me when it's done. I can check it off. And it's just like communication is everything. Don't you agree? I totally agree on that. You know, it gives you a peace of mind and it gives you this sense of order to things, especially with operations when you're dealing with other people. I mean, I don't know about you. Well, I actually do know about you. We have lists running in our head all the time of the things that we have to do between real estate transactions, litigation matters, um, general counsel matters that we have with clients. And so there is this constant wheel that is turning in our heads. And when you have support 
members of your team that are working with you, they can't read your mind. Right. And when you have to give them certain tasks, or if you expect them to be doing something or taking the initiative to do something, they're not going to know that you're looking for that or that you'd appreciate it unless you communicate it with them. So you can tell yourself all the time, oh, I would love if this person would be able to, you know, send this email or update this client or X, Y, and Z, whatever it is, the expectation you have. But until you communicate that expectation, you can't expect it to be done. And the person, your employee could be thinking, oh my God, I'm doing a great job. (laughs) I'm doing everything that you've asked me to do because, you know, you've spoken about certain things and they're doing what you've asked them to do, but you have things that you expect of them that you don't communicate. How are they supposed to know that you have these expectations of them. And Amy and I have, you know, both been in this situation in the past um, where there were certain things that were expected of us. I've been in a few different circumstances and I wasn't aware of it. And so if you don't know, you think you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing, and then it just ends up in a complete breakdown of communication. And the person that really is to blame in those situations, and we're speaking as business owners here, it's, it's you. As the business owner, that is your responsibility. If you have explained the expectations to your employees and to your team members and they are not following through, that is on them. But if you do not do that from the beginning and you don't follow up and make sure that those expectations are reasonable, that they are being met, that they are in line with what that person's role or responsibilities are going to best serve your business, that's all on you. As the business owner, you have to have that awareness and you have to just have that communication from the very beginning. And it starts at every level. So Amy and I, we talked about previously, we did this when we, you know, started our firm. We sat down, we talked about expectations. You know, we both, our lives are both crazy and chaotic. So, you know, we know what to expect. But so we have, you know, two people that that help us out. And with both of them, like we're on the same page. Um, So we you know, recommend from the beginning, whatever the role is that this person is going to be filling for you, whether it's a secretary or a virtual assistant or whatever it is, sit down with them. Or if you're having a virtual meeting on Zoom, whatever, whatever um, format you're having the meeting in, sit down, um, talk about what your expectations are of them from what, if they're in the office, right? What hours are they going to be working? Um, what tasks do you need from them? What are their responsibilities going to be? What do you expect of them? How many vacation days are they? Like anything that you can think of, right? So these are all things that need to be communicated. If it's a virtual position, like we have, like where we all work uh, remotely for the most part, you know, when are you going to be available? When are you going to be online? When can I expect you to respond to emails? When will you, as the boss, as the employer, be sending them tasks to do? And what's your time frame for a response? Um, that's something else, too, that I think is really important. If you have something that's an emergency, you have to communicate that it's an emergency, right? Yeah. I mean, how else are they supposed to know? And actually, I think one of the first questions when we were talking to our paralegal and onboarding her was, um, how quickly of a response time? This was a question she asked us. How quickly do you want us? Do you want me to get these things done for you? And that was it's, it's, a, it's a great communication point to have. Is where what are your expectations? Are they supposed to drop everything? You know, in the age of email and the way that 
businesses are just evolving right now with virtual formats that are coming out and with the accessibility of emails and Teams and Zoom and everything else, all these platforms, people expect instant gratification. And sometimes that's absolutely necessary if it's an emergency and sometimes it's not. So having that expectation laid out for your employees from the very beginning is crucial. And, and this, that ties into the second point that we were going to talk about too. Literally just going to say this. <laughs> Go ahead. No, but you know what? It's also because expectations um, on the day-to-day, the tasks that people have to do on your team, they're important. But at the very beginning of onboarding a new team member, a new employee, you need to make sure that you are setting out exactly what your business's policies are and making sure that your employees are aware of them. And, and that begs the question of, do you have policies for your employees? Have you taken the time to sit down and create an employee handbook or specifically outline in an employment contract what the employee's expectations are? Um, or if they're an independent contractor, have you had that initial discussion with the independent contractor to say, these are the number of times that I want to be able to connect with you? For example, like a bookkeeper, how often are you meeting with them? How often are they going to be reviewing the books with you, right? Um, These are the kinds of policies that you're going to have to talk about from the very beginning. So that also includes sick leave, bereavement leave, vacation leave, um, you know, the operating hours of the business itself and making sure that that team member can be logged on or be tuned in to the business or be in a physical brick and mortar position, you know, um, but these policies have to be laid out and we suggest that you lay them out in some written format that you can actually give to the employee so that they can refer to them, you can refer to them, and they also can sign off on them, that they've accepted them, they've read them, and they know that those are the policies. That's so important. And especially in today's day and age with so many people working remotely with, so everybody's on social media. So do you have a social media policy? Right. Are your employees allowed to go on Facebook during the day? Are they, what are, you know, are they allowed to post about the business? Do you have a policy for your employees about social media um, working remotely? Do you have confidential information that your client, that your, uh, excuse me, your employees are going to be accessing from home? What's your policy on that? These are all things. Do you have a sexual, you have to have a sexual harassment policy and the employee should sign it and understand it. And if they read it and they have a question about it or they don't understand it, you should have somebody, even if it's you as the business owner, if you have a very small staff, um, you're not going to have an HR department. You may be, you may be your bookkeeper. You may be the HR department. You're your secretary. You're everybody. And when you're building a business that sometimes happens, Amy and I understand that. Um, But even if it's you that the employee has to go to, they should know, should be set forth in there, who's the person. If they have a complaint, if they have an issue with their pay, if they have an issue, a conflict with another employee, what is your policy? Who do they go to? It's just important for the employees to know that because it really could prevent a lot of problems from happening. Absolutely. And this leads us into the third point, which is understanding management styles that match your employees and their needs. And communication is a huge part of this because if you don't sit down and get to know your people, your team, like how are you supposed to know what the best way to manage them is? 
Right. If you don't know your people and that doesn't happen unless you communicate with them. So you could have a certain management style that might work for you and maybe it doesn't work for somebody else. So you have to get to know people, understand, you know, the best way to manage them because that's how you're going to get the best performance out of your employees, right? Absolutely. I mean, let's harken back to the title of our podcast of being the CEO of your life and your business. As a CEO, as a business owner, as a leader, as a manager, your responsibility is to lead your team and you have to serve your team. This is not, this is not, I mean, and we could talk about leadership ad nauseum because we absolutely love that topic. This is about realizing that you need to speak to your employees or lead and direct your employees in such a way that is going to bring out the best in them for their role in your business. So for example, if you have a secretary that you're working with who you have categorically seen or historically seen does not do well with last minute requests or does not do well with emergency fires that erupt, right? She's not the kind of person or he's not the kind of person to be able to really handle those stressful situations. Take a step back and realize, well, can I take the emergency out of this situation? Can I plan or be proactive in such a way that I could either maybe steer off this becoming an emergency and becoming a last minute request? Could I let that employee know at the beginning of the day? I mean, Laura, you and I, back in the day, before there was e-filing for attorneys and we could <laughs> submit things electronically, there would be times where I was still a legal intern or paralegal for the office that we were working at. And Laura would be like, Amy, I have a motion I'm getting out today. We're going to have to send out like seven copies of it. Make sure you're ready because I'm going to send you exhibits and you can start preparing them. Those are the kinds of things that if you could stave off that emergency or stave off that big issue, that fire, right, from the beginning. Sometimes that can't happen. But then the other flip side to that coin is, okay, if you can't avoid the unavoidable, unforeseen emergencies from popping up, how can you better equip that employee to deal with that kind of situation? But that goes along with knowing your people because yep. I know and knew way back then that you and our paralegal, um, your sister, mm -hmm. don't like to operate like that. Nope. And neither do I. You know, to the extent that I could, I of course tried to avoid dumping something on you at the very last second where you would then have to be scrambling, right? To put stuff, it's unbelievable that we even functioned that way I know. <laughs> a lifetime ago, but like putting papers together and hand delivering them to the court. I mean, who, oh. I can't believe that we even did that, but because now everything is done electronically. But during right. those times, like I knew, you know, how best to work with you guys. And so I would try never to dump something like that on you at the last second. And that goes along with understanding your people and what the best way to manage them is. And so this leads us into the fourth topic, which is culture and environment is everything. And everything. everything. <laughs> Can you say the quote that you told me before? Oh, okay. It's not very eloquent, but I'm going to go for it. The idea is that a, if you take a potato, a potato in boiling water will be affected differently than a potato submerged in an ice, ice bath. And what it really means is, is that that 
the composition of the potato is the same in both of those environments, but the environment itself will will ultimately affect how that potato turns out. One's going to cook and boil and get soft and mushy. The other one is not so much. It's just going to sit there in cold water and harden. So, you know, you've heard probably a similar analogy when it comes to a, a flower and planting it in certain soil that's nutritious and then other soil that's completely depleted and there's nothing to it and see which one actually produces the flower. So it's just the idea that you have to understand from your role as a manager or a business owner, a CEO, whatever position you're in, that the culture and the environment that you foster with your employees is going to also directly affect the success of your business and the success of your team members. It really matters. And a huge part of building a positive culture where you want the best out of your people, right? Yeah. So you want them to do their best, be working at their best. And in order for, for people to function, you know, um, at their best, you have to have a good environment. And part of that is communication. We've been in situations where, you know, it was a horrible environment and we were miserable. And so when you are in an environment like that with a lack of communication, um, it's just, and you're not happy, you don't function at your highest level right. at all. You can, right. at least for us, like you just, you can't. Um, and I heard something recently, I can't remember if I heard it or I read it. Um, cause I'm really reading a really great book on leadership, but a team is a reflection of their leader um, and you, right. And it doesn't matter in what capacity, like you could be um, a CEO, you could be a manager, a parent, um, a coach of a team, but the team is a reflection of their leader. And, you know, if you are looking at your team and wondering what the problem is, maybe it's you, <laughs> you know, you have to look at, cause it's at the end of the day, like, especially if you own your own business, you, um, you get to decide how that business runs. Right? right, like we decide how our business operates. We decided from the beginning the um, environment that we wanted, the vision we had, the, and we decided we wanted to communicate with the people that work with us and our team. And it's something that's important. But you know, if you're the leader, it's it's your decision. So, what kind of decision are you going to make? Are you going to create a positive environment and communicate with your team, or is there going to be a lack of communication, which leads to problems, drama, and all that nonsense. Um, and ultimately could be, as we've seen with some clients and have seen personally, some serious issues that might at the end of the day lead to the end of a relationship, whether it's a partnership or employment or whatever it might be, a lack of communication could literally lead to the end of the relationship. Or a devastation of a business. Right. You have such disparity amongst team members, when you have that one toxic employee or that one toxic partner or that one person that just really does not jive with the rest of the group. And you say to yourself, and obviously talking in a small to a mid-sized business context, this is a little bit easier to really weed those people out and see that they are the actual issue, right? That they are the, the one problem that that culture and that environment is not thriving anymore. But having the wherewithal to say, I got to take a second look at this because if it's affecting five out of my six team members, it, it's worth taking a second look and, and determining whether or not 
a real culture shift could happen if that person is, is eliminated from the team. Sometimes the best additions to your business are the subtractions that you make from them. Oh, definitely. That's so good. That is so true. Um, but if you communicate, you could also find out that there's an issue you don't know about. Right. And there's something going on with that person um, that could easily be resolved. Maybe they are upset about something that happened. They're confused about one of your policies. They're having an issue with another employee. All of these things are things that um, could be potentially resolved early if you communicate, which is, it, it's just like for us, it's number one. Communication is everything. Over communicate uh, and you will find out your answers. Under communicate and it just causes a tremendous amount of problems. So we hope that this was really helpful today. I think maybe we could sum up what the four points were. So one, you have to communicate expectations with your team. It's so important. Um, you have to ensure that you have the policies in place for your employees and not just that they're in place, but that the employees are actually aware of them. Three, um, understanding management style that matches your employees and communicate with them to understand what they're, get to know their style and match their needs. And then of course, number four, one of our favorites, culture and environment is everything. So creating a positive culture um, that encourages communication will make all the difference in the world. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope it was helpful and we look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more businesswomen just like you. We will see you again next Monday for a brand new episode.